Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, hello. Welcome to the dog. <laughs> oh, mate, pull up a stool. Yes. Never did somebody announce their arrival at a pub. Sometimes people strut into a pub and sometimes someone comes in. You walked in like someone who's just stepped out of the pissing rain, but it's not raining. You look absolutely emotionally shattered. What's well, it? Pull up it. Danny, what have we got on? What are you having, mate? Oh, I'll have a. Have you got any tribute or landlord on? Daddy? For you, no. <laughs> it hits me every time. Um, I'll just have a, whatever bit you've got on. London Pride? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything for that. Yeah, so I'm Matt Ford. Welcome to the Dog and Bastard. Um, mm-hmm. I know Danny's here. John Richardson's here. Hi, John. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Well, I've had quite the day. You never have. Not the sciatica again. Well, related to that, so I've done two things in the last 24 hours that I'd never done before. Can you guess what any of them are? Bungee jumping? No, come on. Physical things or bodily things? Things you've eaten? um, No, nothing going in. One coming out and one to do with... um, Well, they're both kind of medically linked. Soiled yourself in public. No, I'll I'll put you out of your misery. Um, Yesterday, I coughed up blood. Oh. Just a small amount. Just a, just a tiny amount. Yeah, I coughed up basically bloody phlegm. Right. Um, did my gig and then thought, oh, I should probably go to A&E. Mm-hmm. Went to A&E on the outskirts. Did the gig first, by the way. Drop that in there. Well, look. I'm, coughed I'm, up blood, committed to his audience. I'm basically the Stuart Pierce of, of um, comedy, you know. Patch myself up and I get out on that bloody pitch. Make sure um, you do what you have to do to make sure that no refunds are offered. One hundred percent. And if that involves the risk of projectile vomiting, blood <laughs> yeah. over three hundred and thirty, I think it may even hold three hundred and sixty people. <laughs> Sold out most nights. Extra shows on Saturdays. Um, then yes, I, well, you know what it was. I felt fine, so I thought, well, this is odd because mm-hmm. I've coughed up a little bit of blood, um, but I feel okay. Okay. But I thought coughing up blood obviously is unusual. Sent myself to A&E. Got to A&E after the gig, and I mean, in a way, at the back of my mind, I was thinking, thank God this is not the weekend. Yes. But it's the fucking wild west in there, isn't it? You're a fucking batch. You're a fucking batch. You batch. Don't you call me a bitch. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Trying to, like, I was like, thank God I haven't won, like, my England cricket or anything that, like, a forest shirt. Do you know and what I mean? And who were you like, saying that to? Like, why are you at it? Um, I just sort of, like, was, I just sat myself near the back and then mm-hmm. got triaged and then was just like, I feel okay. I think I'm just going to go 
home. I would have bailed right out of there, mate. Yeah. I'd have given it the old one one ones. Yeah. And I'd have bailed right out. So I, I, I lasted two hours and just thought, you know what? Well, this is oh, part you did of the problem. Go back. Well, no, this is the thing. So I, I, I discharged myself because I had to be up early this morning for my other thing I'd never done before, had an MRI scan. Oh, you've been a busy little boy, haven't you? <laughs> I had to have an MRI for my sciatica. Have you ever had an MRI scan? No, they don't uh, recommend them for hemorrhoids. <laughs> I did ask, but um, just the old finger right up there said that would be enough. People free cat. Yes, well, you, they are. Um, are they are, are they a form of um, radiation? It, it's something to do with magnetism. I think that's what the M might stand for because they ask me lots of questions about metal. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you obviously lie down. You go. You still into got a, a metal tube. testicle? <laughs> you um, you. You know, you process a lot of basically on it. You, you, you go into a big tube. You get um, strapped down like a naughty pepper army. Don't get strapped down. You, you lie on your back and they, they put headphones on you. They say, look, it's going to be loud. You're in there for 20 minutes. But they do warn you that if you open your eyes, it's going to feel very weird. Right. But he says, w- w- this machine is open at the back end. So he's like, if you just open your eyes and is look. Is he pointing at your anus then? Up. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, then you'd be able to see. And that helped me out because when I first opened my eyes, I was like, fuck, it's like being buried alive. Like there is, when, when you first go in, you can feel it like pushing you just gently on the side. You're like, oh man, this Ooh. is tight. This is just tight. You can feel yourself Whoa. going into that tube. You're like, mm. And you imagine it to be a bit bigger when you open your eyes and the top of it is right there. You're like, fucking hell. And then you just sort of look up. You're like, oh, I'm fine. And they chat to you on the headphones and then they give you music and it was heart 90s. Brilliant. Oh, uh, Madonna, lovely. Beautiful Stranger. Was that Dealer's Choice or did you get to pick? No, that was Dealer's Choice. I said to them oh, afterwards, wow. I said, great choice of music, that. Yeah, you've nailed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I tell you what, so uh, initial apprehension, the heart rate's going a little bit. Open my eyes a couple of times because I wanted to feel like I'd, you know, been a bit of a brave boy. And then just the, the, a, a feeling of total peace descended upon me and, and I felt dreamy. And afterwards, I was slightly disoriented. I was like, oh, my God, that must be what it's like going into a flotation tank. You force your body to relax. It's, it's, it's rather spiritual, John. Do you know, it is the second conversation I've had about flotation tanks today. Who was the other one with? Um, some friends of ours um, at an art gallery. I don't want to say our lives at the moment are um, at completely different ends of the scale and, 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 I, and I wish you well with the results of the MRI but yes I've just come back from an art gallery we were discussing sort of sensory deprivation and uh, you know that sort of thing What art gallery? And what, was there a specific exhibition you were there for? Yeah I was there to see the Yayoi Kusama um, Yumi and the Balloons exhibition at Factory International in Manchester and I've got to say it was absolutely bloody brilliant. Right, so this was Lucy's idea and you got dragged along. It was not Lucy's idea, how dare you. It was my six-year-old daughter's idea because she'd studied the artist at school because she does a lot of polka dots. There's a limit to what artists you can teach kids about. It's mainly the dot ones. You yeah. pop art, you, yeah. you that kind of thing. So um, she deals, she's 94 now. She's 94, she's looking well on it. It's That's all cool. balloons, but like massive ones, bigger than ass. Did Elsie like it? 
She loved it. Yeah, there's it's very good. You, there's a brochure for kids, which um, I picked up for Elsie, and our friends had the brochure for adults. And at one point, you're in there, and uh, Kusama's singing a little song. And I said, oh, it'd be good to know what the song's about, actually, because it's very repetitive, and it's driving me fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> you're in this room for about 45 minutes, and she's singing like a little nursery rhyme in, in Japanese. And I said, it's not in the book, is it? You'd think it'd be in the book. And they said, oh, it's in the adult book. And I said, all right, what's she singing about? And we waited until the children went Then He said, um, well, she's singing a song about how if you take antidepressants, everything will get better and that life is a sort of endless void and then some people kill themselves. I was like, all right. The balloons are nice, aren't they? The what? Is it the theme of most of your stand-up? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like my stand-up but with balloons. Um, Ooh. But it was, it was very good. When do you get your results of your scan? Hopefully in the coming days. Um, and obviously I was thinking that when I was in that big tube. I was like, don't freak out, they're helping you out. Don't freak out. Um, Fell in love with a beautiful stranger. Um, oh, that's not the song I'd want in there. Da, 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 da. And then Seal Kiss from a Rose. Yes, nice. But I had to be up so early, John. There was a fucking moth on the train. Spilt coffee all down myself. Could you have had a time of it, haven't you? I was on the 6.25 from Edinburgh Waverley. Got you into uh, Glasgow Central at 7.25. MRI at 8. A busy old bloody <sighs> day for go. me. Yeah. Doctors at 1 because I've been coughing up blood yesterday. I mean, it's been... So it's you been did a... go to the doctors about your coughing? Yes. I just thought, you know what? I'll book a doctor's appointment instead. I'm not... What did he say? A tear? You know what? So, yeah, fair point. Uh, I hadn't concluded that part. By the way, if you've ever coughed up blood... Uh, Here you know, we go. You've had, your, you've had your beaker week. I hope you took the chance to email in about beakers. We're back to death and coughing up blood. Hello at downthedog.com if you ever coughed up blood. Um, or indeed had an MRI. And did you find it dreamy? Yes, yeah, so I went to the doctor. He listened to my chest. I told him what had happened. I'd been honest with him. I said, look, on Saturday night, I had a big blowout and I had a bad hangover where I'd spewed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He says, the likelihood is you've a small blood vessel in your lungs, but here's some pills. Take them if you need them. Basically, what do they do? Like seal up the lung? Get yourself down the pub. Here's <laughs> 20 Benson. Uh, you know, high five. Um, was there food involved? So it was just beer. It was a, it was a, it was a beer called Ossian, kind of creamy lager. I didn't think oh, it had... sounds awful. Oh, well, no, you know what I mean? It's basically an IPA. But on the way back, I'd eaten chips, battered sausage and mushy peas. <laughs> I'd then had some Tunnock's caramel wafers and some Oreos. You love Scotland, don't you? I do, yeah, I do, <laughs> I do, I do. Um, and, um, and then I'd spewed it up. <laughs> yeah, so then I think just the trauma of that to the body. Anyway... Coughed up the blood. As you know, John, I'm not someone to ignore medical warning signs. I always heed them. Um, you do sort of heed them when they happen, but you don't heed them in the sense that you don't get to a point where you are uh, vomiting up battered sausage at two in the morning. Well, hang on. We, we, that's hang a difference. That's a different, <laughs> no, that difference in saying I never would then live life. Um, I'm still going to get pissed up. Yeah, sure. I sure. said that to him today. I said, Look, I'm a binge drinker. I said, I can happily go. <laughs> You say it like that? Like oh, yes. Yeah. Like it was cheeky. Listen, I'm was... a binge. I'm one of them binge drinkers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, what I do you that... doctors make of that? <laughs> I just wanted to put everything out there. I wanted him to have as much detail as, oh, as possible. Oh, yeah. We want them what to get the answer What did you used to say? I'm a big lad and I've got asthma. <laughs> <laughs> um, has the... Uh, Loss of the uh, World Cup final been helped in any way by 
Forest's resounding victory over. I mean, that was the first six-pointer of the season, I think, wasn't it? It's how they were describing it. Nottingham Forest, Sheffield United, a relegation scrap. Yeah, uh, 89th minute. Obviously, you know, we lost to Arsenal and you can go, oh, well, we played quite well in the context of them, you know, having more possession and stuff like that. Um, but, oh, we look a bit better than last season type conversations happening. And then um, at home to Sheffield United, you're like, well, we have, basically have to win most of our home games and particularly against newly promoted sides. So when it's one all and you're bearing down on the 89th minute, you think, oh, shit. And then up pops Chris Wood. Yes, Leeds legend. Oh, man, it was just brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Never in doubt. Um, so it was more, those games like that, I think, are more of a relief. Obviously, I didn't get to watch it. It was on a Friday night, one on telly. I mean, you just like, what? Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, but I was delighted, obviously. And it hoists us up the table. Mid-table, basically, now. Yeah, I saw you were like ninth or tenth, were you? Absolutely ridiculous. Um, So (laughs) it's more just that. It's just like, okay, that's a relief. That's another three points off what we need to, you know, towards what we need. It's basically like paying a mortgage off, isn't it? We need to hit this by the end of term. Yeah. Then we're safe. We're not going to get evicted from the Premier League. Um, Is that how you're, is that very much how you're seeing it? Yeah. Three points at a time. Let's get to, what are you aiming for? 30, 40? Whatever keeps us in the Premier League. Mm. How are you feeling after your one-all draw with West Brom? Um, I didn't see it. Uh, couldn't couldn't get it where I was, um, as per usual. Story of my bloody life. Oh. Um, but uh, I mean, I've devoured every available podcast. It seems like we're playing better football. But as I say, I'm very sanguine about this season. I think we've left it very late. Um, it's, People still wanting to get out, um, can't get anyone in until we work out who's going out. So I think this transfer window will be a mess right up to the end. And then Farker seems to be a wonderful appointment. He um, speaks very well. The style of play is good. The signings we're making are right for the league and competent. Ampadu seems wonderful. It's great to have Sam Byron back. So, you know, I think we'll be all right. Um, I don't think we'll go up. Don't think we're going to be ripping up any... What is this phrase? Ripping up daisies? Um, tearing up. Ripping up. Yeah. What do they say? Coming up daisies. Daddy! Daddy! Hello. What's Oi! That, what's that saying when you... Death bastard. Where is he? <laughs> what do they call it when you're ripping up flowers and shit? No, we won't be tearing up any rhododendrons. Pulling up flowers? Pulling no. up flowers. Cheers, mate. Mate, that's not it. That's it, isn't it? It won't be pulling up any flowers. Oh, pushing up daisies is when you're dead, isn't it? Yeah. Won't be, um, we're not going to be pulling ten flowers. Okay. <laughs> Danny, how's business? Pretty slow. Why is that? I've only got two customers. <laughs> yeah, we spend a shitload, though. Only meet once a week. Yeah, I know, but we, like I told the doctor, I'm a classic binge drinker. Yeah, when he's in, he's in. Yeah. I'm in, in. Might do a routine about that. Feels like a phrase that could be. Um, <laughs> where's, this, where's this twenty-year-old fish from last week? Oh yeah. Oh, shall I go and get it? Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, he's got it. it live. I think it sounds like he was sat with us in the pub. <laughs> I was worried where you were going then. You got two customers. Where's this twenty-year-old? Twenty-year-old <laughs> fish. You said you was coming back on the train and you was going to bring a twenty-year-old. <laughs> I'll go and get me fish. Oh man. All right, give us a minute. 
You fell. Oh my god, I can't believe he's gonna get it. He's gotta turn his camera on when he does it. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com Spotify. TommyJohn.com Spotify. See site for details. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh my god, it does look like one of those um, Apollo Eleven sachets. Yeah, let me put big lights on. I didn't think it was going to look so premium. I thought it was going to look like wartime gruel. It was going to look like an old bird's custard tin, like with a rusted rim. Right then. So this is. It assures me this is. Decades old. You've got to film it on your yeah, yeah, because we've got to put this Sam on social. In the office, you see, there's so much sensitive information around. We'll know the details of my uh, AA silver membership. Silver, posh bastard. <laughs> I yeah. uh, I was a fool to myself. I didn't used to have uh, home start on it. I'd have roadside relay because so I thought I'm going to break down out. But actually, where you're most likely to not be able to start your car is outside your house, isn't it? I had an incident in uh, where I used to live in Swindon. I'm not really a bad boy. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd, I'd say you were a rule um, keeper. Yeah. When I lived in there, uh, I was whispering into a microphone. Yeah. When I lived in Swindon. Yeah, the pub's got busy. Outside my house. And I couldn't afford to call out a garage because I had AA. So I pushed it for a quarter of a mile. <laughs> <laughs> it was a... Uh, it was only a little mini metro. You had to be a quarter of a mile from your house or they wouldn't come out. So I pushed it for 0.26. I thought, I'll push it 0.26 and then they'll know it's not somewhat fishy. Yeah. I'll stop bang on a quarter of a mile. They'll be like, you bloody lying bastard. So I pushed it 0.26. That's so fun. That's, a, that's not something from Only Fools and Horses, that is. Clutch was popping off. Do you know what he fixed it with? A rubber band. Oh. Yeah, I, was, I think that's why he didn't mind. He obviously knew I was cheating. I'd push the clutch and it would just fall off. You can't have that happen when you're driving. What, the the, the, the pedal would fall off? The actual pedal, yeah, would fall. It would like go clunk and fall to the back of the uh, footwell. So, well, how did the rubber band? So there's like a there's a metal rod going down like that and across and your yeah. clutch just slides onto it. And as I was pushing, it was sliding off the end. Oh, so my God, I can't handle that. I know it's devastating when you realise how, how simple cars are. How anyway, fly the tech is. Here's the fish. Oh, you want me to film? Don't you? Selfie anyway. mode. Get it all in. Make sure you've got a good shot. 
this is what is going to send this show viral. Can't wait to see this. Here we go then. Oh, so man. here's the uh, piece of 20-year-old fish. It's still in good nick. You'll vouch for that. Mm. I'm nervous now. I'm yeah, nervous. Yeah. I think there might be juices inside it. I feel like I should put a towel down or something. Shall I put a towel down? Nah. Here we go then. Fish juice. Do you want me to open a little bit and have a sniff or shall I just go for it? Well, this is like how um, Charlie Bucket opens a Wonka bar. <laughs> the opposite effect. Nobody's going to want this. Run, Charlie. That fucking stinks. I got a fishy ticket. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Smell it. Oh, <laughs> oh they might be sick. It's. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, it doesn't smell. He's <laughs> 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 gonna go. It could be sick into the pouch. That would go on forever. How does it smell compared to fish? It doesn't smell that it's particularly off. But it smells incredibly fishy. Like the fish, if you imagine what the smell of fish is, and then it's allowed 20 years to. Uh, it never leaves up. Ooh, he's going to go. He's going to go. <laughs> That's the closest I've ever come to seeing you not puke, if you know what I mean. Could you better oh. just pick it? Oh, he's going to touch it. Pull it out. Let's have a look at it. I'll have a look down the, down the barrel. Oh, I don't want to. T- oh, I've tipped down my laptop. Oh. oh, my God. Fish juice. Tipped it on my fucking laptop, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, you twat. Right, I'm going to get some tissue. Okay. Oh, wow. You idiot. Oh, oh my God. Turn your camera off. Get your camera back on. Still there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell, it's my meaty. I'm gonna. It's gonna have to go away. Did the actual fish come out? No, I can't get it out. So, what fish juice went over your laptop? Fish juice, yeah. I tipped it towards the camera to show you. and the... Like an oil. Maybe on your phone, maybe on the phone footage. Ugh. This is like Blair oh. Witch, but for fish. God, my laptop's going to stink of fish. Yeah, it is, yeah. Forever. Oh. Your camera's gone off, John. That's the stupidest thing I've ever done. We need well, I pressed a load of buttons trying to get the fish juice out of it. Oh, no, it's sticky. Oh, man, it uh, must fucking reek. Does it smell more than like a fish market? It's a, It's just a different... It doesn't smell more, but it's a more potent scent. It's You're a, really upset. It's just such a stupid thing to do. I pride myself on know, a certain it, base intellect. It's it's such a it's almost like red meat. It's got yeah. that depth to it. Fish is quite a high note smell, I think. I need a full de full what did you use when you had all mites in your laptop? I used one of those smoke bombs. Do you remember I, I closed oh, the door? It's in. pounding, I fell over my chair running to get the tissue. Watching you now, John, and, and your demeanour and the way you're talking, just on your own, is like you know in those films where someone's just in space on their own and they're they're leading little video logs and they don't know if anyone on Earth will ever see yes, them. Yes, that's how I feel. I feel like I could be talking into just a void. 
John, you, you look like your spirit is broken. I can tell you're already worrying about what you're going to have to do after we stop recording. You're going to have to, like, how do you solve this problem you with have the to fishy open laptop? Every window, I'm going to have to squeeze a lemon into my laptop, I think. It's the only solution to counteract the smell. Email in hello at downthedog.com. <sighs> can't be waiting a week. Have you ever had a fishy laptop? How do you get fish juice out of a, an appliance? Oh, God. We'll forward the emails on to you before then if they're genuinely helpful. Yeah, all right. Uh, uh, I've had an email called Bottle Falling Ejaculation. Go on, then. read that one before we finish. James Howe. Hello, Matt and John. Loosely connected to the theme of objects falling out of cupboards. Earlier this year, I had an unfortunate incident in a supermarket. I picked up a bottle of barbecue sauce off a shelf and managed to knock the bottle next to it off. I didn't watch it on its way down, but I heard it smack the floor. Instantly hung my head while proclaiming, oh, fuck, because I knew things had escalated quickly. Turned around and saw that the bottle had shot its contents out on impact and sprayed both the foot and ankle of the bloke behind me. Expecting him to have a go at me, he literally just stood there, barely reacting. I went to find something to clean the mess up, and when I returned, he was stood in exactly the same position, waiting for someone to come and clean him up. My girlfriend offered to buy him a new pair of socks but he politely declined he seemed like the kind of bloke who will still be walking around in those barbecue stained socks to this day the real kicker is that the sauce turned out to be below average so the whole event wasn't even worth it i know it's a podcast but i've attached a picture of the aftermath for your amusement you can see how his foot is planted in the middle of the spray very odd behavior <laughs> and oh, yeah. so what the bloke just waited there hello Matt and John, we have a colander that does not quite fit in the cupboard. It falls from a great height every time I open the cupboard door. I never wash the colander after use. My girlfriend does not know. I don't believe it's worth the effort of washing it, but that's neither here nor there. Goodbye, Andy28. Hang on, so where is the colander? The colander's in the cupboard. He gets it out, uses it. If it falls on the floor, he uses it. He doesn't wash it. So there is oh a sort of God. sense of a colander being a sort of self-cleaning implement because no, 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 of course it's boiling not. water through it. Bacteria, as we know, multiplies at an alarming rate. Don't say that while I'm literally swimming in twenty-year-old fish juice. Twenty-year-old, God, God, God! Imagine the world that fish lived in. That 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 juice is pre-Brexit. Yeah. Pre-Trump. Yeah. Uh, a better time. Pre the financial crash. Yeah, that, that juice is from a time of economic... Slurp that juice up. It might have magic powers. <laughs> it's a way to get the, the Great Britain great again. I don't miss playing FPL intensely, but I do miss a time when there was enough sort of structure to this podcast for you not to use phrases like slurp that juice up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that we didn't use that phrase in the FPL days. Um, just no. on FPL... I am um, getting the league up and in the uh, Down the Dog Celebrity League. I'm down to 10 in the league. Mm -hmm. You are. How did I do this way? Victoria Wood scored for Forest, so presumably I did all right. Yeah, you got. Let's just. Oh, I think I had a sending off this week. I'll tell you what, I think I had a sending off. You got 37 points and I got 40. So even on a bad. Oh, no, I got 50. Even on a bad week for me, I'm better than you. Um, Lee McAllister. Lee Mack got sent yes, off. Yes, Lee McAllister got sent off. Um, Sarah Millicancello, I believe, is moving. Um, so I'll need to make a transfer there. And Chris Morris and Les Dennis didn't play. Um, so I was left without a full compliment. But thanks to the goal of Victoria Wood and Bill Bailey, uh, who had a cracking week, 14 points for Bill Bailey. And uh, Roy Walker bailed me out with six. Um, but I got zero for Frank Carson, Les Dennis, me, Andy Osho, and Chris Morris. 
and a minus two for Lee McAllister, and I got nothing for um, Eddie Murphy as well. So a bad week. Pub dog. Yes, of course. We say goodbye um, to uh, was it Manuel or Miguel? If you want to talk mean? about the newspaper article that mentioned, was it Tocker, the uh, gentleman who'd? Is that is that too much even for us? Oh, what happened? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on a second. Mike. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Hang on. Yes. Yes. No, no. Oh, no, not that one. You've got to because. Oh, no. You've got to. We've got to. We've got to mention it. Now, in the future, when um, when we're all back and firing and we've got the um, extra slice lock-in element sorted. So this is like a pre-lock-in lock-in. Google was last week's pub dog. Um, yes, now let me, find, let me find out. Hold on. Someone sent me a news article. Or oh, did you? Yes. No, no, you, you don't. You I dare. sent it to you, didn't I? I sent it to you. Um, <laughs> which was from the Sunday Sport, which, as we know, is effectively a satirical newspaper. The headline is... <laughs> don't, don't put your back out again. So bearing in mind, we told you a couple of weeks ago about a guy who'd been dressing up as a dog. Uh, and this $14,000 dog suit. It's the Japanese man in a highly realistic sort of lassie outfit. Um, anyway, the Sunday Sport brings this story. Loon, who identified as dog, bummed to death by Randy Great Dane. A social worker who was suspended for turning up to work dressed as a dog was bummed to death by a Great Dane as he fetched sticks in the park. Uh, a witness to Dave's fatal bumming, who asked not to be identified for fear of reprisals from dog extremists, said, I never want to see another human being getting bummed to death by a Great Dane as long as I live. Once was more than enough. This man was running after a stick on his hands and knees, and I thought, oh, a nutter. Then I heard this deep bark, and a Great Dane started running towards him. I'll tell you what, identifying as a dog or not, he soon got to his feet when he saw a Great Dane with a heart on going his way. <laughs> but it was too late. I still shudder at the thought of it. So this is a this is a big news story. You know, we we are we're, we're sort of we are involved again in in creating, leading, and being part of major news. How many journos do you think listen to this podcast? Loads, loads, loads. loads. Yeah. Um, so. Um, Dougal was our pub dog from last week. We love Dougal. Dougal stays. Um, you know, our pub dogs always knock around. They're always welcome, but we have to pick a different one every week. So we've got a few sent in here. So Neil says, I want to nominate Alfie, my greyhound, as this week's pub dog. He loves pork scratchings and he sleeps like he's been shot. A real talking <laughs> point. He's included the photo. Oh my God, he does. He sleeps contorted on his back <laughs> with his tongue lolling back towards his ear. Yeah. Funny dog. Yeah, that'd look good in the pub. Okay, I think you've got to pick this week, haven't you? Yeah, that's so a strong go. contender. Strong contender. I tell you what, we've got another one here. Marina says, uh, it's Nina from Sao Paulo here. Made up. Bullshitter's corner. You what? Nina from Sao Paulo? Yeah. You reckon? But that's what she says. I'm taking her at a word. So you've got a Nina from Sao Paulo listening to this? Yeah. Love it. Nina is writing in to nominate Jill. She says, unspecified race and breed, rescued about three years ago as Dog of the Week. He's small and adorable, but also quite grumpy and not oh. too fond of human contact. Hello. I've attached a picture of me holding him up and he's absolutely not enjoying it. He doesn't, I mean, he looks very cute, but he also looks like he's not enjoying it. And um, he makes him the perfect mascot for the dog. He's recovering from surgery as he ate a box of dental floss. Perhaps I've extracted from his silly little stomach. Oh, oh man. Very dangerous. Oh, look at him. Oh, Jill's a lovely dog. 
Is that a dartboard in the background? A jill that's been through the mill. Um, no, I think it's just a form of wall art you don't understand. <laughs> and, and finally finally oh hang on pad it out mate i'm fucking dying here okay we'll roll over the other two from next My week. laptop's grown scales let's just have it between two then so do you want it to be jill the rescue dog of unspecified breed who's very cute doesn't like contact and eats dental floss or do you want it to be alfie the greyhound who sleeps like he's been shot um I, I don't want to discourage Nina from Sao Paulo from getting in touch because it's exciting to think that the dog and bastard is such a venerable establishment that it's reached that far. So I thank you for your email. It's a lovely dog. I'd love to find out if that was wall art or a dartboard. But in terms of which picture I think will go down best on the socials, if I hear a dog who sleeps like he's been shot, that is exactly what I'm imagining. So I think as a conversation starter in the dog, is your dog all right, mate? Ah, oh, yeah, he's fine. That's how he sleeps. Got to give him a prod. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's got to be Alfie the Greyhound, doesn't it? Fair point. Alfie the Greyhound, who sleeps like he's been shot. And you go to our socials, you'll be able to see a photo of him on there. And what a great character. But Jill and um, Nina, you're welcome in the pub. And, um, you know, Jill is now obviously a pub celebrity. His picture goes on the wall. Um, but our, our pub dog this week is Alfie. Now, Darren... Before you give your um, official sign-off, has um, reworked his lyrics from last week to the tune of Three Lions. Oh, said, Given that you're also a footy pub, I thought this would be absolute because it's time for Rome. You've had enough. Now fuck off. Time to fuck off home. Yeah, I don't oh, mind okay. it. I think we'd have to check with um, Badil and Skinner, would we? Look, Frank's a friend. I'm sure a couple of men will sort it out. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, you... I'll, I'll basically give my consent. I, 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 I like it. Thank you very much, Frank, and, and what a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do like the um, the, the old Mick um... Jagger now as well turning up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's that pub dog, Keith? It looks like it's been shot. Um, as I say, I, I, I'm on until the 27th, and this is theatre on the 15th of September. Um, Get in touch uh, with uh, any feedback, ideas, just general chat. You know, how can we improve the pub? What would you like us to do to the place? Email us hello at down the dog. Over don't, to John. No, no, not yet. Go on. Yeah, just do it. Don't, don't, don't get up the cat. Get down the dog. Bye. Bye.